Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing out there? Back again with another one from the back seat of an Astro van. It's your boy. It's been a while since I uh, been on here, and I'm gonna tell you guys why today. Hopefully, I can give you a little advice to help you out in your day to day lives if you're experiencing anything that I've experienced within the last couple of weeks. But I'm gonna go ahead and be transparent. So this is a transparent day to day. With this particular podcast, I want to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is something that a lot of people have attained during the pandemic. We've dealt with a lot when it comes to social changes. We've dealt with a lot medically. We've dealt with a lot physically. We've just dealt with complete change in life. So a lot of people developed it over time. But for me, I actually had anxiety pre-pandemic and the pandemic made it a lot worse. So my particular case is moderate to moderately severe in the sense of I now understand how to cope with it. And that's a very important factor when it comes to anxiety. For those of you who have it out there, you are not alone and it fucking sucks. I'm going to tell you that straight up. So the first thing that I started to experience when I was younger, I was in about maybe I was fresh out of high school and it started when I began to go into life. It started when I was I was trying to figure out what it is I wanted to do, where I belonged here, et cetera, et cetera. So right after high school, it started with heart palpitations. So the heart palpitations were pretty major. I would go to um I'd go to school or you know, at the time I was in college, I would go to work, I'd do certain things and I felt like my heart was about to jump out of my damn chest. And it got to the point where it got so bad, I actually went to a cardiologist. That's the first stage that you go to. You, you think you got like all these type of problems and I'm about to have a fucking heart attack, the whole nine. So that's the first step. It's usually the heart palpitations and that's what freaks you out. What I try to tell people about anxiety is, is that anxiety is like a stacking file cabinet. What's going to happen is, is anxiety is going to trigger something in your body. And it's up to you to determine whether or not it's anxiety. For most people, they freak the fuck out, and I swear it makes it worse. It makes your anxiety 10 times worse. If you're dealing with headaches or if you feel those heart palpitations, the first thing you think is you're having a heart attack. Oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. I'm about to freak the fuck out. So once you're experiencing one stage of the anxiety, it can either stay at that stage and you can cope with it or you can learn how to manage it. Or it can escalate into something a million times worse, which it usually does. In the beginning, for me, it did. When I was, I told you, I went to a cardiologist. They had me on this machine where I like, I had to like, I couldn't shower for like forty eight hours because I literally had to keep this machine on me. I had like six or seven points that I had to keep this machine on, and I'm sitting here like, I hope they don't get nothing back. I hope they don't this. I hope they don't that. And they came back and was like, "You're fine. There's nothing wrong with you." So. Then I'm like, okay, well, if I'm solid, what is this? What is so me? Actually, I didn't realize that that was a stage until literally about a couple of days ago. And I'm like, I've really had anxiety for damn near 10 years now. It's crazy. And um, most of these particular like episodes are not controlled. So basically your body goes into fight or flight mode and you could be perfectly fine. Like I could be sitting on my couch watching a movie and then all of a sudden, I start freaking out. Now, physically, I'm still sitting down, minding my own fucking business, watching Spider-Man. 
But in my something in my brain is triggering and saying, we need to get the hell out of here or something's about to pop off. Something's about to go on. And then your heart gets to beat and you start sweating. So it, it can get pretty scary at times, but you have to understand that that's all a part of the process. Recently, the reason why I've been off, and I'm not one for excuses, but this anxiety thing impacts you in so many different ways. For me, it also impacts my drive and when I want to do some things. Now, I just recently got off of an 11-day attention headache. So if you don't know what attention headache is, attention headache, what it does is, is it feels like if you have a if you have a headband, like from sports or whatever, if you wore headbands back in the day, it feels like you have a super tight headband around your head around your head like right above your eyebrows and it goes around to the back of your head now this could be from a number of different things if you wear if you don't wear glasses or if you wear glasses and you don't wear your glasses then you could get a tension headache as well because you're straining your eye muscles it's it's a similar sensation because i wear glasses too now for me in this particular instance i swear i don't know how it happened I ran, went out on a run, ran about two or three miles one day. This was like maybe three, two and a half, three weeks ago. And I'm perfectly fine. I'm walking into my house. Bee whiz is past my ear. And note, I do have terrible allergies too. So that could have been a, a benefactor. And dehydration as well. So make sure you're staying hydrated. Bee whiz is by my ear. Bam, instant vertigo. I'm like, holy shit. I'm about to, I, I'm about to like, damn, lose my balance. I walk into my house, I go in, I get into my den, and by the time I get into my den, I swear it feels like Khalil Matt came and just hit me like on my right side. I boom, I get thrown onto my couch, and I all I can do is close my eyes and just be like, what the hell? I never felt it before in my life. Felt like my brain was rotating inside my head. So I called my mom and I was like, Ma, I said, I just need you to talk to me. I need you to get me through this. I don't know what the hell's going on. So my mom was like, Boom, I'm coming, I'm coming over there. I'm not going to work today. So my mom's came and sat with me for a few hours. I was terrified. I was so terrified. I didn't want to run. I didn't want to do anything. I was just, yeah. I can't even describe how how terrified I was. Like, I was just super terrified. So after that, that's when I started to experience the headaches. Now, here I am. Again, when it comes to anxiety, the anxiety tricks your brain. Anxiety is telling you, hey, look. Something's wrong. You need to go get this checked out. You need to go do this. You need to go do that. Not knowing that there's nothing wrong with me and it's just me freaking out. So these headaches are are onset of my fear of my of me being afraid to do stuff, to be active, to 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 live my day to day life, because the last thing I want is this damn vertigo to come back. So. Here I am again, you know, being anxious. The first thing you do is you start to think that there's something wrong with you. So I go to the doctor. I'm like, look, I just had an ear infection. Could it be my ears? Could it be this? Could it be that? So I go to the doctor and they're like, you're fine. Your ears look fine. Your vitals are fine. Everything is fine. There's nothing wrong with you. So at that point, I'm like, okay, something's wrong. Something's got to be wrong. I mean, I might need a CAT scan of my brain. See, now I'm thinking brain tumor, brain cancer. You you're, you start going to different places. That That's one of the coping mechanisms is understanding what you're feeling and relaxing. I had to learn. It took me years to learn that. But I've, I finally got to a point where once I realized what I was feeling, it stopped bothering me. I get heart palpitations now and it's like nothing. I'm like, okay, well, I dealt with these before. 
All I got to do is sit here, catch my breath, you know, slow my breathing down, relax, watch a movie, watch a TV show, have a conversation, read a book, do something. And then it goes away. So for those of you that are starting out with anxiety, that's my recommendation to you. Learn how to cope with it. Learn how to deal with it. Find a therapist to speak with. Uh, find a, a, a somebody who is dealing with anxiety with you so you guys can figure these these coping mechanisms out together. It's so much that you can do to make this easier for you. The biggest thing for me is I didn't know that I had social anxiety, but I looked it up. I mean, I don't WebMD myself, but I looked it up and the symptoms told me that I had social anxiety. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have no problems talking to people. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm not afraid to have a conversation. I'm not afraid to talk. I'm not afraid to do any of that. So I'm sitting here like I got social anxiety. And then one of the things that I realized that helps me a whole lot. And one of the things that I did that got rid of the headaches was, was I actually went out and I socialized and I would go to the grocery store, talk to the, talk to the cashier. I was going in the line and having them scan my shit. Usually I go to the damn check at the self-checkout. I'm talking to people in aisles and then I'm realizing that, okay, I have to treat myself like it's back to normal. I got to go back out and do things. This is what helps me. You're going to find something that helps you. Some people, they, they smoke weed. Some people do a bunch of different things. For me, it may just be communication. It may just be talking to people. That may be one of my coping mechanisms. So that helped me out a bunch. And that's another thing I want to tell some people too. If, you, if you're dealing with anxiety, find whatever helps you out and do that. If you have a hobby, knit play video games, uh, fucking work on cars, read books, collect. So if, you, if you're a collector, go out and get something to collect. Go out and get more of what you're collecting. Do a puzzle. For me, what really helped me out was crazy because I'm already a whole fucking nerd. But what helped me out a lot was Gundams. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with Gundam Gunplaws, but Gundam Wing and and, and, and Iron-Blooded Orphans and Unicorn, and Gundam Wing Y. It's one of my favorite animes anyway, but they come in these little kits, right? And there's no glue included. All, they're all snap-on kits. These, these little kits, and you build these little, like, Zords. If you're not familiar with Gundam at all, it's like these little Zords or these mechs. So that actually helped me out a bunch. Because what it does is, is it takes my brain off of whatever I'm coping or dealing with. And I have to focus on this one thing. I have to focus on putting these pieces together. I have to focus on putting these stickers on. I have to focus on this. I have to focus on that. So developing your own coping mechanisms will definitely help you out when it comes to having anxiety attacks. I've Coming from somebody that's had enough anxiety attacks within the 10 years of knowing that they had anxiety and it's fairly severe. Yes. Another thing that I would advise anybody that has anxiety to do is, is to try to stray away from the medication as much as you can. I know people that are taking the medication currently and they really don't like what it's doing to their bodies, but they've grown dependent on it. It's, they have a dependency now. So if they don't have the medication running through their bloodstream or in their system, now it's something that you need. It's a day to day. It's, it's a necessity now. So. That to me is dangerous. I, I don't ever want to deal with anything where I could potentially be addicted or anything to that nature. Now, addiction isn't exactly terrible. I mean, there are people that are addicted to coffee. Some people need coffee to go on their lives. Some people need the energy drinks. Some people are addicted to foods, sugar. You get a sugar dependency and it's, it's crazy. You, you try to break a sugar dependency, you got headaches up the ass. It's terrible. 
sugar and caffeine. If you try to break a caffeine dependency, oh, you you got some sick days coming. It's going to be pretty bad. But when it comes to addiction in a sense of like chemical, like medications, I, I never wanted to put myself in a position to deal with that medical, to deal with it medically. So try to stray away from the chemicals as much as you can and learn these coping mechanisms or be open to these different ideals as to how you can, how you could deal with what it is your brain is putting you through because it's definitely doable. Now, these, these attacks are tough for me. I told you I went 11 days with attention headache and, and it's just enough to make you uncomfortable. I'm talking about day to night. I'm sleeping, waking up, tension headache. And it's, it's not, it's not anything that's going to take you out the game or anything that's going to make you really bad, but it's going to put you in a position to where you, you feel lethargic. It's like, I'm tired of having a fucking headache. I want this headache gone. What can I do to get rid of this headache? So now you start to think about, oh, is this going to be my life? Am I going to be dealing with these headaches forever? Is it ever going to go away? Is there really something wrong with me? So all of these questions that you're asking yourself is tying into your anxiety and it's making it worse. So if you're dealing with this anxiety, man, I'm telling you, the number one thing is to master your mental game. You have to master your mental. You have to control your emotions and you have to take control of yourself mentally. As hard as that is, in a lot of cases, you got to learn how to do it. If you don't learn how to do it, it it's just going to be tough. I can't even describe how tough it's going to be for you. You know, so it's it's just it's amazing how anxiety impacts your day to day life. Like for me, it impacts my decision making. It impacts everything. Like maybe one day you might wake up in the morning and say, hey, I want to go to I'm going to go to the comic book store. I'm going to go to the comic book store, get this, get that, get this midway through the day. You're going to convince yourself that it's too late or you're going to convince yourself that you don't need to spend money on it, or you're going to you're going to you're going to try to battle yourself mentally to get yourself out of it. That's another coping mechanism that I learned. If you make your mind up, you need to do it. Whatever it is you made your mind up to do, do it. If you said you're going to go to the park and, and it, it could be later on in the day, go go to the park. You need to defy the, the denial in your brain. If your brain is saying no. We not doing this or we not doing that or you you don't need to do this or you don't need to do that. You need to do it. Another way, another place that impacts me is spending money. So you might sit back and be like, hey, I want to go treat myself to this. I want to go treat myself to that. And, and you're going to tell yourself that, oh, well, you might not have the cash or whoop de whoop or you might not have this or you might not have that. You you again, you have to defy your brain. Sometimes, yeah, it's going to cost you, it's going to cost you a, a, a L, you know, maybe financially you might, you might lose $20 or so, but what it's going to do for your mind is, is it's going to tell, it's basically telling your brain that you're in control. It, this anxiety is going to try to take you over. And it is, if you let it, if you allow anxiety to take you over, it's definitely going to, it's, it's not a fun life, man. It, it really isn't. And it's a day to day struggle, but it's a day to day struggle that you can get through with practice and and just and hard work it's it's very hard work i mean there's days where i wake up and i don't feel like doing nothing there's days where i wake up when i when i at the time when i was at my my last job there'll be times where i didn't feel like working there'll be I, I call out i do this i do that and i mean people take fmla for anxiety if it's severe enough to where it's taking you out the box but anxiety is also one of those things that can't be diagnosed from there's no test that could diagnose anxiety. It's just something that you have to really determine on your own or you have to determine based on a series of questions or a therapist. A therapist can pick up on cues. 
This really isn't anything that can come through a blood test. This isn't anything that could be proven or determined through like a standard physician. They're going to require you to go to like a, a psychotherapist or somebody to that nature. And, and that person is basically guesstimating as to whether or not you have anxiety. What you what I advise you to do is is to look into your symptoms or look into what you're dealing with and what you're what you're what you're feeling. And that's how you can determine if you want to self-diagnose. If you self-diagnose yourself with anxiety, then you have to learn how to you have to learn your coping mechanisms. You got to do that. You got to seek therapy. You have to take the necessary steps to fix it because sitting back and claiming it is not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to do nothing for you. You are literally just going to sit there and have anxiety attacks left and right. And it's zero control over these. You, you just I just can't I can't do nothing about anxiety. It's, it's crazy. It's not me. Like people were asking me like, yo, like you all right, bro. Like what's going on? And I'm like, dude, I'm fine. But this shit does not feel good. Like you sitting there looking around like, bro, like really some shit's about. I think so. either some shit's about to go down or I'm tripping. And then that's when you realize that I'm tripping. Now, I'm, I say that to say this. You're, you're not by yourself if you're dealing with anxiety. You're not. A lot of people, of course, you know, post pandemic. Now, a lot of people are getting better. But the pandemic did a lot for me. My son had COVID three times from the beginning of the pandemic to now. And he's not even two yet. So that's something that really stays with me mentally. And I got to make sure I'm there for my son. I got to make sure I'm doing what I can for my for my cub. So, I mean, I'm walking around with my mask still, although a lot of people are treating COVID like it's over. No, I'm still walking around with my mask because I got to do what I got to do for my kid. And I mean, looking around now, nobody's wearing their shit. That's another thing that can cause your anxiety to spike. But again, you have to take control of your thoughts. You have to take control of your brain and say, look, like, this is my domain. This is what I do. So I just wanted to be a little bit transparent with y'all tonight. Cause it's night for me. It's what it's about to be one. And I'm just sitting here. It was on my mind. I wanted to tell you all about what I experienced these last two weeks. I've never experienced attention headaches before. I've only experienced the heart palpitations and the, and the handshakes. Sometimes your hands get to shaking and you're like, what the hell is going on? I'm about to have a stroke. The first place you go is usually like the worst medical, like the worst medical explanation. It's like, yo, I'm about to have a stroke or I'm about to die. You're not about to die. You have there's no reason for you to panic because panic and, and fear is going to make the anxiety worse. And you have to learn that. That's one of the things that they're going to tell you that you have to learn. You have to learn that this anxiety is going to continue to stack on top of each other if you allow it to. You can't allow it to just keep building and building and building and building and building. You can't. You can't. You have to go ahead and, and you have to literally go ahead. You have to move forward with your thought process. You have to move forward with your days, your weeks. And you literally have to take it a, a minute and a second at a time. Slow down. Stop rushing. You'll figure out your purpose. That's another thing that a lot of people struggle struggle with. You'll figure your purpose out. You'll figure out your reason, your, your reason for to be here in life. You'll figure out what it is God's plan is for you. But you just have to be patient. I mean, it can come at any point. I read an article today. Jay-Z got turned down by every record label possible at 18. No, eight, no, 28, excuse me. It was, he was 28. Mark Cuban, he owns an NBA team now, a multimillionaire. Mark Cuban had $0 in his bank account at 28 years old. So you never know when your time is going to come. But when your time comes, just be ready. Keep pretty, stay prayed up. Do the best you can on a day-to-day -day basis. Make sure you're getting enough rest. Make sure you're staying hydrated. 
And I guarantee you that it's going to help you with your anxiety. The insomnia, the insomnia will go away over time. You you have to find, you have to find something to keep you busy because an idle mind is the devil's workshop or idle time. You know, like you, you, you can't just have time or you sitting around doing nothing. You, you got to stay busy. Hence the hobbies, finding out a puzzle, playing a video game, vlogging, doing a podcast, you know, like just whatever it is that you decide is your, is your hobby. That's the best. That's going to be the best thing for you to do at that point. Like you got, you have to delve into something, whether it be your work, make sure you're passionate about what you do. Like you're, you're satisfied with your job, because if you're not satisfied with your job and what you do, then that's going to cause anxiety as well, because now you feel like you're not fulfilling the purpose on your day to day life because you spend more time at work than you do at home. So if you at work and you don't feel fulfilled, then you need to do something that fulfills you or you need to do something on the side that's going to become something that you can take care of and do on a full time basis. Because working a job or doing day to day coming from somebody that experienced that I just did eight years in corporate. I did eight years for a corporate company who couldn't give any less of a shit about me having anxiety or the health of me or my child or my family. These people don't give a damn. Snowmageddon, there was people coming in. So there was people going into work, getting their car stuck on 285. I'm, I'm giving away where I'm at, of course, but it's no biggie. People getting their car stuck on, on a highway. And I'm like, dude, if you got your car stuck or if you get into an accident, these people don't give a shit about you. They don't care about you having an anxiety attack. They don't care that you need a mental day. They don't care about any of this. If you don't show up, then they're going to have a problem with you. You you don't need to invest in these places. You you need to invest in you and do whatever it is you need to do to 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 get you in a position to where you care about yourself and that's all that matters. But I hope you guys got something from this conversation. If you have anxiety, again, I want to let you know that you are not alone. I'm here with you. And uh, I wanted to let y'all know what was going on with me these past few weeks. That That's what was going on. And I pulled myself out the hole and then decided to go ahead and get back on here and do a podcast. I promise y'all I didn't forget about y'all. And sometimes I might take a break here and there, but I'm, I'm always going to come back and, and talk to the people. Make sure that, you know, I'm here for y'all. The two or three people that's listening, I know who y'all are. I got nothing but love for y'all. And I promise y'all when I make it, when I make it. I got something for y'all. I got something real special for the people that are loyal right now. It's nothing but love. But until next time, y'all, uh, tune in. Again, DM me at Lucky Strikes again. If you have a topic or something in mind that you would like for me to talk about, I would love to get some feedback from you. Or the collection at LSA. That's another one of my um uh, that's another one of my IG handles. Um I I've been spending more time on there because I've been keeping up with with the with the insights. I mean keeping up with how many views, I mean how many people are looking at the at the post and etc cetera, etc cetera. but I definitely would love a DM if you have any questions or any concerns or any any common any any common issues or 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 current events or anything that's going on in the world. If you want me to talk about it or discuss it on one of my podcasts, just shoot me a DM or or a comment or something. And uh, I'll be more than happy to, to, you know, respond to you and uh, maybe bounce off some ideas with you. See what we can talk about on the next one. But until we meet again, it's much love to all of y'all listening and uh, stay tuned for the next podcast.